The winner of Asia's Next Top Model is Maureen. Philippines, the win is over! The goal is yours! A word that was recently added to the dictionary. Shiro. A woman regarded as a hero, a heroine. This is our podcast featuring strong women that engages in conversations to inspire and empower you. This is Pauline Lopez and welcome to Shiro Talk. Today on Shiro Talk, we will get to know an excellent karate champ. She started at the young age of six and continued until college where she took a break to focus in the University of the Philippines. Her time away from sports allowed her to excel as a summa cum laude in BS math. Tayo ay tinustusan ng bayan upang makapag-aral sa pinakamahusay na pamantasan. Kapag isinapuso natin ang utang na loob sa magulang at sa bayan, hindi tayo maliligaw na landas. Not only did she achieve this, but when she returned to karate, she represented the Philippines in the 2019 SEA Games as a rookie and garnered the gold. Congratulations, Philippines! Liam Jamie Christine Berberabe. She is also the daughter of the beloved basketball player Samboy Lim. With excellent examples at home, she paved her own path into excellence. Let us welcome a fellow female martial artist, Jamie Lim. Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. Kamusta naman dyan sa bubble mo? Hey, Pao. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And it's good. So I've been here for a week now. Um, naninibago ako because we're in Baguio. So high altitude training. But I'm getting used to it naman. So it's all good. I mean, a little backstory. We met after Sea Games, uh, isang interview. That was we went to a bubble training together in Laguna, and then another. We're both part of the Milo family, so I super appreciate your time for being here with us today on Shiro Talk. And now I just want to get right to it. We want to know the Shiro you are. <laughs> My first question is. Um, why choose karate? I mean, we have so many sports to choose from, and as a fellow female martial artist, I think that's a question we both get. Bakit karate? Actually, it's my parents who chose karate for me. I've been doing a lot of different sports when I was young, so I tried basketball, gymnastics, swimming, and then it just so happened na karate. My coaches told me to continue. I mean, I was supposed to do it for a summer only, but then they said, why don't you try competing? And do it full-time, you know, not just for the summer. So my parents were like, okay. And then they just let me and bahala na. First time na nag-compete siya, mga six years old siya. Nung natalo siya sa kata, nag-lance kami. Sabi ko sa kanya, Jamie, it's okay. Sabi niya, no, daddy, it's not okay. So nagulat ako, sabi ko, talagang winner tong anak ko. Ah. So I started out when I was six years old and nagtuloy-tuloy siya. So I did it while I was doing school. 
and up to high school. So until now, I'm doing karate, even though I didn't intend to do it for a long time. As a martial art, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, self-defense po. And then second, you get the values of respect and filial piety and mm. like how to excel. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, I think we have the same backstory with our parents supporting us. But now I really want to know, you mentioned your parents, you mentioned school, but with all your achievements, and I know you're a perfectionist, a super achiever, but I'd like to know who you are first. A karate champ, an honorary student, or a daughter? Okay, I think I am all of those combined, of course, because uh, I am like, I wouldn't be who I am without all those fields and those aspects. I think um, they all add to my character and that's how I was raised and that's how I grew up, that's how I learned my lessons. But if I really had to choose one, I think I'm a daughter first because I think that's where everything started. Um, I look up to my parents so much. They're my idols and I just love them with all my heart and I offer everything to them. So um, they are my inspiration and that's why I'm a good honor student and that's why um, I do well in karate because I do it for them and they're always in my heart when I do it. My mom's always been my number one supporter. Kahit anong magyari, kahit nanalo matalo, she'll be just as proud. I think it's just the same. Sumo ko loudest for mom. See games goals for dad. No, I love that. Because uh, the interview we had together when we first met, I remember something that stuck with me. You said you idolize your parents so much. I mean, with your dad's great athletic achievements. I mean, my dad, my grandpa, they would watch him play basketball. And obviously your mom with being a sumo cum laude date. And now you were a sumo, sumo cum laude in 2019. Yeah. I know you idolize her. Grabe ang galing. Pero ang tanong ko before is, did you ever parang see yourself that you had to be excellent because of those achievements of your parents? Actually, I'm asked that a lot because I think other people would think really that I'd be pressured because my dad is a legend and he's a Skywalker and my mom's like super smart and sumo home laude. But I actually never felt that pressure. So it never came from them. And they just made sure that I did my best and no matter what result, they'd be proud of me. So I was a very slow starter in everything. In karate, I would lose for three years before I got my first gold. And for academics, I wasn't really average. I was below average or just average in elementary and then slowly getting better. So it's because they just continued to inspire me and motivate me and not push me down. And they didn't ever pressure me. So I'm, I'm really grateful for the way they handled it because of the no pressure, even though people would think that I would be pressured because they're my parents. To even come close to him, as in to be compared to him and to mom, parang it's so much, it's so big for me. Oh no, that's so cool. I mean, you have great examples at home. Pero how do you develop that inner self-efficacy? Na kaya ka to, kailan ko? I have to be on top, palagi. How did you develop yeah. that? Was yeah. that through sports or was that through just really wanting to be the best? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I got that from my parents because that's their attitude towards whatever they do. So in every in their fields, they make sure they want to be the best in that. So I think just growing up with them as my role models and being them, being with them every day in the house. Um, yun yung nakita kong example. So and that's what they impart to me. So since that's what I see all the time, that's what I tend to be naren. So I also learned that through sports, na even though I was losing, it's important 
to still continue and try harder next time and just continue practicing. And in school too, trying to be consistent. And if you get low grade, just try harder and try again. And it eventually worked out well for me. I think Which the hardest be? part would be doing it all together and doing it consistently po. Because four years of studying every day, sometimes <laughs> na burn out po. Yeah. But I had to keep my eye on the ball and focus po talaga. Wow, thank you for that personal message and for sharing that. And the next one, we're gonna be a bit more personal. I think we both went through this tough year. I mean, we weren't physically together, but we won't, we, we both kind of yeah. went through the same thing. Earlier, you mentioned something about losing. So, coming from the Southeast Asian Games, we both got a gold medal. And then after we had a long hiatus, we had a, yeah. with the current time, right? And then we came back, we went to the bubble together, we trained hard, and unfortunately, we didn't qualify for the Tokyo Olympics. Um, I just like to ask, because I'll definitely share later about my experience, <laughs> course, but yeah. how was yeah. your experience right after? I mean, how did you feel and what did you learn from it? Yeah, so I'd like to share because in college, I stopped karate for four years, so I was really out. I thought I was done with it forever, but there was the Southeast Asian Games in the same year in 2019 in the Philippines, so I knew it was going to be special. So I just went for it and tried, even though it was a long shot because four years out, it's really hard to get back, especially in our sports, martial arts, inspiring Lalana. So I took a chance and then the gold to see game. So that was really good for me and I took it as a sign Now maybe I can continue and what an opportunity to be able to play in the qualifiers. So um, I continued to train hard and then biglang nagka pandemic and I'm sure you understand how difficult that is because of our sport and it's tiring. It's not like you can just practice on your own. Um, it's really important to be able to practice with the partner and with a coach and everything. So that was really difficult but we still continued to train. And so we trained hard and then we got to come in the bubble in January. So five months for preparing for the qualifiers. And then um, in the qualifiers, it wasn't the result that we wanted. And of course, it was super devastating at first. But um, I just learned to, you know, as long as I gave my best. And I just thought na, that was really the best I could do. And I had no regrets because I know that I was sa preparation or sa whatever I can do. So as long as I did, I gave my 100%, um, I'm happy with it. I know na kulang yung training abroad or competing abroad. That's what we lacked, I'm sure, because of the situation. But since I gave my everything, everything I could possibly do, I did. Uh, that's why I don't feel as terrible <laughs> as when it happened. So at least um, I'm happy about that, about the effort that we put in. Yeah, I mean... Given the situation, we did what we best could do. And um, something that I really, truly admired about you is after your competition, I remember messaging you and you were just so uplifting, so positive. And I even remembered seeing your posts. You still, even though we both didn't make it, it's still that inspiration that kailangan bobangon. So what was the first thing you did? Yeah. Paano si Jamie Lim? Yeah, well, at first, September after the competition, I I was feeling so down, so I called my family, called my mom, and then I just let it out and I cried and I was just really sad for about a week. 
But then I went back to when I got home. I started thinking like I actually it was supposed to be the end of my karate career again, just like I planned for C Games. But I continued. Um, but then I said, if I plan to take my masters next year, I still have one year free to do karate. So I just said, I think I want to maximize it because I put in so much effort and so much time, and I'm super passionate about it. I just want to get back to it and look forward. So I have Sea Games to look forward to, World Championships to look forward to, and also Asian Games hopefully. So it's just really. Um, Moving forward and going on. Yeah, keep moving forward, like in the Robinsons movie. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, something yeah. that you know it's truly inspiring for me to see is that you excel in both aspects, in the athletic field and also in the academic field. Like you just mentioned, um, you're already starting to take your entrance exams, if I'm correct, entrance exams for your master's class in yep. the U.S. Grabe, ginagawa mo lahat yeah. on top of that. You're <laughs> training in a bubble. And guys, by the way, she is also an amazing dancer. I see you on TikTok. Oh. You just, like, you can do it all. Do you know how to sing also? Oh my gosh. No, that that is the definite no. As in, that, that yun talaga, pass. Hard pass on the singing. But I know that you can dance as well. I can see your TikToks too, so... Together. But what I what I definitely want to know, and I know a lot of our listeners also want to know, is how do you do it all? Manage the time and giving one hundred percent to both. I think it's just really prioritizing. I mean, it's important to say um, when is enough because you can't really put too much on your plate. So you have to know yourself enough, and you have to be honest with yourself enough to know that okay, this is the time for this, and this is the time for this. So. For me, like in high school, I was able to balance both karate and school. But in college, I decided because my priority was the sumo humlaude, I really wanted to get that. I knew that karate had to take a time out. So it's just really being honest because even though it's hard to let go of something, sometimes you really have to. And now I get to manage my time. So I'm taking advantage of the time now. Everything is online so far. Like the applications are just online and Taking tests are easier, just like now training. So I have a lot of teammates now who are in online classes, but they get to manage that. They get to do the same. Uh, they get to do it at the same time, training and then classes during break. So it's just really prioritizing and knowing yourself. No, I oh gosh, I can relate so much. And on top of that, one thing I can definitely add is just being very focused on yourself and your goals and um now that we're doing you know remote remote learning and other people are also training at home i just like to ask what advice can you give student athletes who are currently you know doing the same thing but they just want to level up and be the best versions of themselves what advice can you give them for those who are listening right now i i know it's an extra challenge to be online i know the shift from physical to online school is also difficult but I guess you can just think positively and look at the bright side na, um, at least you don't have to go through traffic and you can do everything at home. It's easier for you to do more things because you have it online now. So I think that's a good perspective to have. It's being able to be more productive with your time and save because you save a lot of time with the 
travel and everything and the exhaustion of preparing to go out and stuff use that time to uh, practice on your sport and focus on other things so you can be more productive yeah. i think you are online are you in online classes yes How is that yes, yeah no on top of everything with everything that i'm doing i'm also attending school so as i mean with the background of sports they kind of it taught us to be very focused manage your time so know how to kind of prioritize okay what do i need to do first today and i mean we had this training ever since we were kids so we're putting it to good uh-huh. use the bar but yeah yeah but yeah no, i also want to learn you're you're i mean i also want to know you're doing so much with the sport and um school but how do you kind of just sit back and relax like what do you do on sunday mornings for example. Yeah. So during weekends or Sunday mornings, I like to have breakfast with the family, so especially my mom. We just lounge and talk and we have long mornings. So we sometimes be at the breakfast table until noon. So we just talk and enjoy and I also am very close to my family, like my titas and titos. So we always do video calls, especially when I'm abroad also. That's my time to relax and unwind and forget about training for a while and they help me they just help me cope they're a great support system so i really love my family for that and i know that i wouldn't be wherever i am now without them so malaking bagay talaga like the small video calls already mean a lot to me. oh yes i mean we definitely learned that yeah. being stuck in a bubble for 5 months any time yeah. with your family is so important your support system And now that we're talking about your family, I definitely want to touch up on something that I've heard you actually talk about in videos that touched my heart. It just showed how much of a resilient woman you are. Um, you excelled in sports, you excelled in school, but one thing that I wanted to ask was how how did you cope up or how did how were you able to handle the the time where your dad went through um went through a tough time with his health. Yeah, so my dad got a heart attack in 2014 and it was a big shocker for the family because he was healthy. I mean, um we didn't know about any of his heart condition. Although his it's part of his genetics because his father also underwent a heart attack. So, um we were just very shocked the family. We didn't expect it at all and it was really hard for me because I was still in high school. And I was still very close to him, and he would always help me, especially in my training and stuff. But I think I was able to cope because of the strength that they gave me, my family. So they were just there to hug me and cry with me and tell me that it was gonna be okay. And I'm just—I also take hope in the fact that my dad is a fighter, and I know how he is as a person. And so. Um, the doctors say that he was out of oxygen for 20 plus minutes, like at least 23 minutes. And but that's not normal because I think people can only take four to six minutes without oxygen. But he did, so it was really, it wasn't expected. But I know that he's a fighter, and until now he's still fighting just to be with us. Um, he's wheelchair bound right now, and he can't speak and he can't see. But he can hear us, and it looks like he remembers some of our cuentos because when we do, um, he can show some emotion. Like he laughs at our jokes and he cries when we say sad stories, and so I know that he's there, and that I take comfort in that. I know him. Si Jamie ang pinakamahal niyang tao sa buong mundo. He would not miss this for the world. I'm sure that Samboy is so, so, so proud of her daughter. 
Oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing that personal story. Yeah. I mean, so many people look up to him and now we can yeah. see the him and you and your mom and you and thank you so much for letting your listeners hear that personal side of you. And like you mentioned all the highs and you mentioned the lows right now. How do you manage to stay yeah. the gritty, resilient and shiro you are? Um, I think it's just um, my mindset and my perspective that I take in life. I just like to think positive and I don't let the lows um, weigh me down. You know, sometimes people can get lost and get can get really weighed down when they have problems and get really stuck with it. But I choose to focus on the bright side and focus on the positive and say that um, it's gonna get better or kayang bumawe and. Um, as long as you have a great support system and as long as I have my family with me, I think I know I'm gonna be okay. So I think it's just the mindset that's really important because um may iwasan talaga yung lows and it's gonna happen to everyone. But um, it's important to stay strong and um, take as much love as you can from your support system. Well, thank you so much, Jamie, for being with me today here on Shiro Talk. I know okay. you have such a busy schedule, so you took time just to share these stories, and I'm sure many of our listeners will learn from you and will appreciate all those personal stories you shared. So thank you again, and good luck on your future competitions. I'll definitely be rooting for you and texting you along the way as well. So see you yes. soon. <laughs> yes, thank you, Pao. Thank you for having me. I'm super honored to be here. Thanks. To all my fellow Shiro's out there, let's make a difference and reshape the world together. Follow me in our future episodes and discover your power from within. This is Pauline Lopez and see you soon on Shiro Talk.